Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Um, guys, welcome back. Happy Hump Day. It is now February 19th, which makes me want to tell you that in February 22nd, we are going to be at the Rockwell in Boston. And then, Fe- uh, not February, March 7th, we'll be at Auto Bar in Baltimore. So come out if you want to. Meet us in person. Um, this week, I have Katie Hartman. Uh, she's one of the first people I met in uh, the comedy scene. And it's just, again, just like a true fucking gem of like the world. And we just... We, we're just silly. We talk a little bit of comedy, a little bit of sex, a little bit of dating, all that stuff. Low jobs, getting cum in your mouth, all the the whole shebang, you know? Um, and you can see her, if you're in New York City, at Chris Gethard Presents March 4th, uh, which is like a really fun like thing that Chris Gethard does, and a lot of amazing comedians do it. And it's going to be her and John Bander, who is also like a really amazing comedian. Uh, I'm going. I'm finally going to be able to go. So you should come. Yay. Hope people will be the good in me every time I talk about sex on stage. <laughs> really hope they see past the dick jokes into who I truly am, which is a dick joke with a heart. Because I was—I think I was like trying to give myself an orgasm for a very long time, mm. just wasn't persistent enough. That you are—you are evolving as a person. Thank you. You know, I think I would probably just be like, ah, it didn't work out before. This is—I'm uh, <laughs> not going to do it. So did you and David meet at the pit? We did. Yeah. How long yeah. have you guys been together? Um, I think four years. Oh my God. Is that right? Wow. I know. It's crazy. Right? I know. But we had known each other before and we like wrote this show. So my comedy partner, Leah, moved to LA um, in like 2015, I think, 2014. And um, we had been working together for a very long time and uh, I was very shit. And so she moved. Oh, show was so good <laughs> it was great thank you wait, wait we and me yeah oh thanks yeah 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 Yeah, man it's fun we're still doing stuff though yeah no, yeah, she's, she's not dead no she's great i follow her on instagram i yeah, love her she's the best she's doing so much stand-up she's doing so well um but she moved and i was like i had learned to do comedy with a partner mm-hmm. and so i was very insecure about doing it by myself mm-hmm. and uh desperate <laughs> desperate to uh to find someone else to cling to and um <laughs> Ride their cocktails to the the coke tails. Oh man, that's <laughs> I only I only do comedy with people who have terrible, crippling cocaine addictions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, JK, but also it wouldn't be the worst thing. Uh, I guess you get a lot done. It works for so SNL. That's true. You know what? <laughs> so true. Um, but yeah, we met at a at a character show uh, that Jen Dodd um, was doing. Did you know her? I didn't know Jen Dodd. Yeah, yeah, and um. And that night was a friend's birthday party. And so I just sort of put out a blanket invitation. And mm-hmm. I was like, anybody want to come? And David came along. And like, that's what we sort of like talked. And like, uh, we set up a time to meet like in, a, in like a few weeks from then to like throw out ideas for like shows because I really liked what he did on the show and he liked what I did. So yeah, and then we wrote this like full show about a terrible couple <laughs> with like music and stuff. And um we wrote it within like a month and we did it at the pit like 
11 o'clock at night on like a Friday or Saturday. And it was so fun and insane. And we just revived it last year uh-huh. and aren't like doing it ever so often. It's much better now. We like rewrote it <laughs> before. I mean, it was fine, but it was like, I think very rambly, but now it's tightened up anyway. So when did it switch? When were you like, mm-hmm. This guy. Yeah. So when we met, I was in a relationship. And so Ah, mm -hmm. I was in a very long term relationship. And so uh, that was, you know, a no go, (laughs) obviously. And and I wasn't thinking in like romantic terms. Mm -hmm. Um, I was really like, I need a creative partner. And this guy is wackadoodle. I love it. (laughs) Um, And so we were we worked together. We got to know each other. We got to know like we he like very quickly became a fast friend. Mm -hmm. And um. And then in like a year, my my that relationship that I had was like disintegrated. Oh, <laughs> yeah, which was not good, uh, but fine ultimately. And then uh, we, <laughs> David got me uh, an audition and sort of got me hired to go on tour to do Point Break Live with him. Oh my God. Because he was playing Gary Busey in Point Break Live. And I had seen the show and it's like <laughs> so insane. Um and the audiences are just like so like a bunch of drunk bros who are super rowdy. But the and the cast is like everyone in it is was so nice and fun and funny. And they just like looked like they were having the time of their lives. And David was just like, yeah, like this guy he can't go on this like tour. It's a mid what was it like a Midwest tour on like Memorial Day or something weekend where we would drive, we drove from New York to Detroit. Holy shit. And then uh, I think we ended in Cleveland. Oh yeah. Detroit, Chicago and Cleveland. Oh my God. And then back here. Yeah. It was fucking insane. We're all in this van and like it was. And so that was like, we went on tour and that was, it was during that tour that we're sort of just like, Oh, you, you're fun. <laughs> you're a fun boy. <laughs> There's nothing like Cleveland, Ohio to just really get like the juices going, you know? Uh, that's why they call it the romantic archway. <laughs> that's not what they call it. Uh, Cleveland, the ro- most romantic city in uh, Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, it was, but it was like, the, it was a little bit out of left field and it was really sweet and it was been going, been going great. Now oh we, God. now we live together and we have a doggie. Named Bongo. Bongo. I just saw pictures. It's so cute. Yeah, he's a good boy. Wow. Is it hard? Like, I always ask, like to ask people, like, is it hard to date someone within your own career field? Um, it depends. Uh, I think we, since we started working together, like we knew each other before, so we we worked together, and we both have our own separate things. Like, we met at times in our career where, like, we had both been working, uh, separately. He had. You know, he'd already done like a full solo show. He was a, he started another one. Um, I had been doing sketch comedy and acting and writing and stuff. So um, it's nice that we have our own individual things. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we also have this show and like other projects that we're working on together, which is really nice. I think that and I he also does like a lot of voiceovers, which I try to but i am not good at it i feel like you have a really good voice for a voiceover. the moment i get into like an audition for a voiceover <laughs> i hope my, my if my voiceover agent is listening to this please turn it off right now <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> like my like my mouth just gets all like goopy and like my words don't come out and i'm just um so i've only booked like two things <laughs> Uh, and one of them was like a dragon which i don't even think it worked out. oh my god so anyway it was uh yeah i think i think that like 
it it can be difficult, but it also we understand it's like, oh, I have a show or I have a rehearsal or I'm mm-hmm. coaching until late at night or, you know, I'm going to be gone to do this other thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's nice that we have like a common uh, uh, language in terms of an understanding in terms of our careers. Uh, I don't know what I would do if I'd have to be like, I, I got a show at 10 p.m. And they'd be like, but our life. And I'm like, this is this is our life. It is hard. My boyfriend is a, um, my sorry, fiance is Ooh. a, um, I know. Ooh. I'm wearing my ring. I normally don't wear it to recording. It's very pretty. Thank you. It's an opal because I don't like diamonds. Love, I love a good opal. I have, we have very similar <gasps> rings. My mommy gave me this one. Oh my God. Yours is, yours is actually very much nicer. <laughs> I like that one a lot too, though. We want to switch? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I think Aaron would get mad. Um, Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> he's a teacher, so I like uh, he does like stand up too sometimes, but not like as a career. Um, but as we've been together, he started to do more and more creative stuff. But there is a really hard balance sometimes of just like like I'm going to be gone in D.C. this weekend, and I've been in Westport Monday through Thursday. I'll see him tonight, and then have to leave at eight a.m. and not. Yeah, see I mean, him. like you have the touring life right now. Yeah, like often like on. a business. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it definitely like before him. Uh, when I dated other comedians, it like wasn't okay. Really? Like, yeah. And I that's definitely like not on being a comedian. It was definitely on that person. Yeah. Or those people of just like not being okay with like me having my own type of success. And so ever since then, I've been very wary of like, do I date comedians? Like when Aaron told me he wanted to do comedy, I remember being like. Yeah, red flag. Yeah, red flag. I remember like freaking out at first and being like, "This is not the same person that did this to you in the past." And obviously, like now we have a comedy show together and like we do stuff together, and it's great. That's um very generous of heart of you and like brave because you were burned before. <laughs> I think that like that you are you are evolving as a person. Thank you. You know, I think I would probably just be like, "Ah, it didn't work out before. This is uh, <laughs> I'm not going to do it." But I'm a Scorpio. I dig deep. Oh, uh, see, I'm a Leo. Very close to, and like Leo Virgo cusp. So um, I like all the attention on me, but I don't <laughs> like it when it's not earned, but also want to be constantly told I'm amazing. Mm-hmm. So that can also be like, mm, sure. A lot. You are amazing. Thank you. And that's what I wanted to hear. Mm-hmm. The guy before <laughs> David, was he a comedian as well? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. He's a, yeah. He's a comedian, actor, writer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Awkward silence. Uh, I just uh, I felt about comedians and dating yeah, them. Yeah. I. It's. I. I don't know why. I, I mean, no. I do know why. I mean, those are the circles I run in, and like, I don't think I've met very many people outside. Uh, like, how did you guys meet? So we met at a show. He was an audience member in my show. See, that's that seems nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice to just that is like, somebody to be like, oh, you're great. You're amazing. I see you. Yeah. 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 Um, but the same thing, like uh, after I like had broken up with someone, I was like, I'm dating no more comedians. And then all I did was fuck comedians because those are the circles you roll in. And like people you're around. Proximity yeah. is key. Like, where am I going to find a finance pro? Like go to Wall Street. Like Wall Street. OK, hang out in a dry cleaners that have a bunch of starched blue button ups <laughs> and then talk to every assistant who walks in. <laughs> <laughs> cracked it <laughs> listen i find you a rich man <laughs> he'll treat you poorly but um i'm gonna pivot us a little bit more towards sex oh boy uh and i'm just gonna ask the blunt question like do you have any awkward sex that like really stands out or like an awkward dating moment or any like anything yeah, like that i mean like i i like 
I don't have that many awkward sex stories, mostly because I have to feel so comfortable with someone uh-huh. to like fuck them to like know that they're in a hundred percent. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And but the <laughs> but obviously like sex is just weird in general. Yes. In fact, like just recently, I don't know if David will be <laughs> if this is like a weird thing to say, but like we we just got a dog like you know we got this dog Bongo like three months ago, uh-huh. and like we were having sex. And he was in the room for the first time because usually he sleeps in the <laughs> other room. OK, he's sleeping in the other room and he's like happened to like sleep in our bedroom, like in his little dog bed. And like we, we started like having sex and then he starts like whining. <laughs> he starts making this. And we're just like, it's fine. It's fine. Clearly thinks that David is hurting me. Oh, like, my God. clearly thinks that like this man is like. Because he, Bongo loves me. He likes me better. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but that's just what it is. You know what? Everyone's got their favorite. Yeah. And he, and at first it was just like, okay, he'll be fine. And I was just like, Bongo, go, go back to bed or whatever. And he like would just, he's just like making these noises. And then he like yelped. He like did this high pitch yip, which I'd never heard him before. And I was like, we have to stop for a second. <laughs> we have to stop because we're traumatizing this dog. <laughs> and I like... <laughs> I put my like head and my arm over the bed and he comes to it and he puts his head on my shoulder and looks up at me with these pup like cartoonishly puppy dog eyes and it's just like I see you I love you you're better than this and I'm just like I am having a good time you need to go you need to go it's okay and he like leaves the room and then it, uh, everything was fine oh <laughs> but, my like, god it was I was just like please don't let this be the rest of my life Please, please don't let like me <laughs> worried about like a dog uh, thinking that <laughs> like my partner is hurting me while we're <laughs> having sex. I think that like that is a common thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I think so. It reminds me um, one time I was uh, sort of dating this guy. And the only time we had sex, um, we went to his place, smelled immediately like dog. And I knew he had a dog. And we start uh, doing the deed. And the dog jumps up on the bed. Mm-mm. And I was just like, I, I need, I, was, I can't, like, the dog, like, I need the dog off the bed. And he was like, he's basically blind. He can't see anything. No! Mm-hmm. And he, like, wouldn't move the dog. And I was just like, I can't, I can't be in this threesome. Like, that, yeah, I, no, that is. That then suddenly becomes a threesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was awful. It was really bad sex. The dog was there. I think the dog slept in the bed with us, too. And I think, I think I stayed up the whole night. And once it got light out. Because it was in like, um, I was living in Manhattan that time. And I think we were in Brooklyn. Fancy. Um, East Harlem, <laughs> um, which I highly recommend. So much space. But um, uh, I remember just being like, I didn't know the trains well. And yeah. so I was just like, I'm just going to wait until it's bright out. And I think I left like without waking up at like 530 in the morning in like a legit like just like this small ass dress and i was like this is the this is a dog just covered office. in dog hair i was though of course yeah it was covered in dog hair it was the worst and i think we both knew after that like it wasn't gonna work because he needed someone that would let the dog stay in the bed but while like we on fucked. the first night like right? that's the thing like to me i'm like at least give it like two or three like yeah i'm gonna say two or three months right. like of sex. get to know the dog have mm-hmm. like the woman like the dog mm-hmm I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was a good dog. Like, ugh, it was it was a lot. It was so much. And I was basically blind. That's not what I'm worried about. <laughs> Thank you. There was one girl on Awkward Sex, the live show, that had a dog jump on the bed too, 
and I think were you on that show? Yeah, yes, she, you he, were. The dog started licking the toes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and she was like, I can't. It, that it, that's so weird. That's a very weird boundary to cross. Yeah, and it's not because then it's like whose fault is it? It's not the dog's fault. The dog's just no. a dog. But is it like the guy's fault because it's like the dog can't or the guy can't control the dog? But you can put the dog outside. Yeah, you can literally physically remove the dog into another room and close a door. Right. For like 20, 25 minutes. Let's not give you too much there. <laughs> you know, if you're this attached to this fucking dog, it's not going to last long. Oh, yeah. No, and it's it just makes. It's like you are now valuing this dog over a human being, which, you know, granted, there are a ton of shitty human beings, which mm-hmm. I think dogs are better than. Mm-hmm. But like if you brought me into your bed. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to fuck your dog, you know what I mean? Like put me. Yeah, right. Exactly. For 25, 30 minutes. Put me in priority uh-huh. above this dog. Yeah. Or, you know, or teach the dog really how to lick toes well. <laughs> you know? That reminds me. I don't know if this happened at your high school, but there was always one. Every year there was like this rumor about like one girl or one dude that put peanut butter somewhere. <laughs> right, right, right. That is the, that's like the quintessential high school sex, that one. And then like the woman who was like banged by... Like the whole soccer team or football team, oh or whatever. yeah, you know, yeah, or yeah, sucked yeah. every dick or whatever. Uh huh. And it's it's yeah yeah yeah. And it, it, right the the story is that the the woman puts like peanut butter on her pussy mm-hmm. and then um uh has it <laughs> licked off. But then there's like a surprise party in the room. Did you not? <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah yeah yeah. The, now I didn't hear it as like one person. <laughs> one per. This is an actual rumor about somebody at my school. But it was like, oh, did you hear this thing happened where they're like she just like walks into an apartment, she like you know as a hard day or something. I don't know why there's a whole backstory. Oh my god, has a hard day like let's peanut butter like is getting eaten out by this dog, and then like <laughs> there's like a surprise party like of people waiting there so everyone sees that it happens. Oh my god, that's that's the one that I heard. <laughs> And you heard like this in general or like about someone no, at in your... general, not, oh, okay. not like that. This was like a specific person. OK. okay. Did you have a specific person? Yeah, there is a specific person. And I was just like and I was like kind of friends with them, too. And I was just like, I don't know. Like, I was like, maybe because <laughs> honestly, like high school is so weird to begin with that. I honestly wouldn't judge anyone like the dog's That's getting true. peanut butter. The person's getting an orgasm. <laughs> like it feels kind of like mutually winning here. Yeah, and it's just high school. Like oh god, like I don't know what you were like in high school, but I was just weird. I was I weird. I think in high I'm school. pretty much the same. Which I was thinking about that earlier. I was just like, I think I'm pretty much the same, except like um, I don't try as hard, which is not mm. good. No, I think, I think that's better. I don't know. I think we tried too hard in high school. That's true. But that was just me. I think it's better not to try as hard anymore. It's like such a waste of energy. (laughs) Yeah, but where's my energy going? Oh, that's true. I've just like lost so much energy since I've turned 30. Sure. Like I can't. It's impossible to leave the bed now. Like I'm just like, I don't want to. Love a bed. Love Love a bed. That's the only thing about getting a dog is that I'm just like, I have not actually slept in till 10. Now, everyone who has parents who are literally everyone who has a parent (laughs) who is listening, this is just like, fuck off. Fuck off, I had a human being attached to my nipple for six months and it was bleeding and scabbing. And I'm just like, I do that with my dog. You know? JK, yeah. JK. Oh, my mom used to say that about one of our dogs. She'd be like, I fed him from my nipple. And I was like, you don't understand like how disgusting this is, mom. 
I don't think she listens to my podcast. And Audrey, don't tell her I said this. Uh, that's my sister-in-law. And sometimes she tells her things I say on the podcast. No, and I'm like, no, no podcasts are sacred. They're sacred. <laughs> I've like checked my parents' phone to make sure they're not downloading my podcast. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I don't think my mother knows how to download a podcast, oh, which is great. I don't think my parents do either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just in case, you know, and like they like they've come to the live show. They've heard me tell sex stories. One time there, it was one of my worst shows. It was my second tour show ever. And we had just sold out uh, this venue in D.C. The next day we're in D.C. in a different venue. Ten people are there. Yeah. Four of them are family. Six are like we barked to get them in. Yeah. So I'm just making like direct eye contact with my dad the whole time as I tell him about like fucking this random guy I met at a bar and I was just like mm, okay well he still loves me after this and we're good and he does oh I good think, I'm think. so glad yeah I'm so glad yeah one time my mom heard uh the first time me and Aaron had sex I got explosive diarrhea not on him <laughs> just like it happened and like I made it to the bed but like my mom was in like the audience when I like premiered that story wow and I like called her out too I was like are you ready mom like and she was like all right and then I did cocaine for the first time that night because it was a great night. Wait, so you had sex, had explosive diarrhea and then did cocaine? Oh, no. I did cocaine after we like had like almost sold out Black Cat. Oh, uh, I see. And my mom was in the audience and I was just did like. Did you do coke with your mother? No, I did not. She left. She left. And I was like, no, I can't. I had told my friend. This is so stupid. I told my friends. I was like, if we like sell the show out, like I'm doing cocaine. <gasps> now, see. This is that's the secret, isn't it? You manifested this whole thing. This whole thing. Oh my god, you really uh, leaned in. I leaned in. It was a great night. It was a great night. <laughs> and then we were late the next day. We were late to a show in Richmond, and I got like bitched out via email by the by the um, venue owner, which was fair. But I didn't like how he was talking to me, and so now we've never performed there again. That's fine. So like give and take, give and yeah, take, yeah, you yeah. Know? It's a balance. It's a balance. You gotta live. You gotta learn. You gotta um to cook with your mom. You know, one day. <laughs> once I, I feel like once weed is legal in New York, we can do weed together again. Audrey, please do not tell my mom any of this. Audrey, if you tell anybody, <laughs> if you even if you tell your husband, okay, my brother, don't do not tell him. Okay, I will find you. This is not a threat. I'm just gonna find you. I'm just gonna say hi, and I'll just beg you in person. This is not a threat. I'm not a threatening person, but also. I'll find you. I'll find you. <laughs> um, I, before I forget, though, when you're talking about like about parents, kids that have parent no parents that have kids, and they're just like fuck you. Yeah, you're right. I have a friend that just had um their baby turn one, mm-hmm. and like so, me and Aaron in the future want kids, and I was like, so do you recommend it? And he's kind of he's he's hilarious about it. He's like, it's the best thing in the world, but like absolutely not. Yeah, like you'll never sleep past six a.m. ever again, and like you'll never have a life again. And I was like, then my eyes get real big, and I'm like, how the fuck am I gonna stay a comedian? I'm growing something inside me. Um, but it's also one of the most truest like uh descriptions of child like childbearing and like being a parent and i really respected that from him just like no like it's the hardest thing i've ever done in my life but it's amazing but also like your life will never be the same again instead of hearing parents be like that's the greatest gift i've ever given and also like don't know what you're gonna get yeah you know like you don't know if you're gonna get a kid who's gonna like sleep really easy Mm -hmm. or who will just like be colicky for the first you know year of their whole life yeah and mad that was me i was colicky the whole like the whole first year yeah my mom thought i died the first time i slept through the night whoa yeah i just screamed the whole time 
See? And then I just, I read a headline because I don't read articles anymore, but it was supposedly. Why, why read? Right? Like, let's, let's stop pretending like we read anymore. Yeah. And it said that uh, you gain your intelligence from your mother. And I do. Like, I act like hmm. my mom. And I was like, shit, I don't want a kid that acts like me. Like, <laughs> I, I hate authority. Like, I was the worst to my parents for a really long time because I was like, fuck this. Like, you can't tell me what to do. And I'm still like that. I'm just I like, was such a good kid until like I was like 21. Really? Yeah. And then I, I mean, not that I was a bad kid after that, but like my attitude shifted and I was just like, fuck everything. Like, <laughs> which is so silly. Like, it's so stupid. 21 is such an interesting age too for that to like switch. Like, yeah. Maybe it was a little bit earlier. Maybe it was, it was like after I went to college. Okay, okay. After I like left and went to college and then I was just like, I think also like growing up, like I have an older brother who um, like had a lot of like attention deficit stuff growing up. And mm. so they put a lot of their attention on him, which is why I do comedy now, right. <laughs> which is just, why I'm just like, I need attention. Just look at me. <laughs> look at me, please. I'll do the school play. <laughs> you have to pay attention to me for an hour and a half. <laughs> and pay for it. And then pay for it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and then I do a curtain call and then you go check on my brother. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like. I think that that was, I don't know if that's part of it, but then I, I felt the, I felt it was okay to be shitty after that, after yeah. I moved out. I don't know why. I think that's fair. As opposed to I like had something there. Yeah, yeah, I had something there. Like, cause also you've moved out. It's not like you're being shitty while you were still there. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, uh, so you were a good kid in high school. Yeah, I was a good kid. Like, um, I had like a boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, who was, oh, this is a, this is a awkward sex story. Yeah. Um, so I like, I dated this guy who had dated a bunch of people or like had had really like girlfriends before mm-hmm. was since he was like in junior high or something. And he was this, he's this blonde, like, uh, his hair was sort of that, um, that, that like nineties boy TV boy hair where it's like, uh, parted in the middle and then like little, like almost like an M do you know what I'm talking about? Like, oh a, my god! I want to say like a Zachary Ty Bryan. Yes. Is that his name? A like from, oh. from not Full House from um, Home Improvement. Yes, Am yes, I, I can the right totally person? picture it. Yeah, yep. and it's s- sort of dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like for some reason it was like hot in the in, in the, the late nineties. In or the late nineties, yeah, it worked. Um, so he was also a Jehovah's. He came from a Jehovah's Witness family, Ooh. which um, I think fucked. I mean, obviously fucked him up a little bit. But so I remember, so we were sort of dating. I also didn't know that we were quote unquote dating for a long time because we weren't like kissing or anything, but we were like, you know, hanging out. And then a friend was over and he's like, how long have you guys been together? And this guy was like, oh, like three months. And I was like, um, oh, okay. I guess we're boyfriend, girlfriend. (laughs) But like, then I was, you know, we would, we, his parents were gone a bunch. And like, uh, if I could figure out a way to not, like I would never lie to my parents. Okay. But like to scoot around the truth of where I was. Okay. Um, and I'd go to his house and we'd like I remember I think we were watching this is no, uh like Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag. Is that like a Danny DeVito movie? I do not remember this at all. Okay. But it, it, it was I think it's a movie like from a, the eighties. Okay. So I think or the or the early nineties. Maybe I'm crazy, but we were we were making out. Uh-huh. Making out real hard. Um like just having a good time. And then he gets up. Oh my God. Goes to the bathroom. Oh my God. And is in there for like 15 minutes. Oh my God. And then comes back. And I'm just sort of like, what the, f- 
I have no concept of what's happening. Uh-huh. Then he comes back, sits on the couch, and does not touch me for the rest of the night. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it wasn't until way later that I was like, oh, he jerked off in the bathroom. Yeah. I had no idea what was happening. It just was this such a hot and cold situation. Uh-huh. It fucked me up so hard. I was like, what did I do? Yeah. Yeah. It was nuts. Oh, my God. Yeah. I gave my first blowjob to him and I had no idea really like what come was going to like. I didn't know like what coming really was at all. Uh-huh. And so it happened. It happened very quickly. And I was just like, uh, and he was just like, uh, and then he gets up and goes to the bathroom and I like run to the kitchen and like douse my mouth with water. I thought, did he come in your mouth? Yeah. Oh, because no. I was just like, what is happening? I had no fucking idea. Se- thanks, sex ed. And like, <laughs> and like he came and again was gone for a while, comes back. And then like, he's like, oh, I'm going to go because <laughs> he was at my house. That night. And I was like, okay. And then he's like, we're like leaving and we're like, okay, bye. And we like hug to like hug. And he's just like, so that was your fault. And I was like, what? That was your fault. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't even know what. And then it was just like, okay. It was like kind of teasing, but also kind of not. Kind of not. Yeah. And I think later what I realized is that he, I think that he like both believed a lot in the religion and then also did not. So like hated that his body was controlling him in a sinful way. Uh-huh. Um, but also like couldn't, I don't know, couldn't figure it out, like how to treat a person appropriately. Mm-hmm. He also like uh, cheated on me, like <laughs> when I didn't find out until like with a good friend of ours who was his ex-girlfriend oh at the time. God. This is high school theater though, right? This, this is, is exactly what theater. it is. Yeah. And I remember when they had broken up because she was a good friend of mine before he like wrote stories about her. You know, it's like, a freshman or sophomore in, uh-huh. or in high school and he like wrote stories about this like woman in gray on a horse because <laughs> she had horses and her middle name was gray like no joke oh my yeah, yeah, yeah. god and then i ended up dating him <laughs> like oh my god yikes yeah oh man i had so many questions too like when you said you gave him a blowjob i was like is he still like a jehovah's witness at this point yeah or like- yeah because in because they don't you know it's like uh, you don't celebrate break Christmas, but you you know I'll put you want your mouth covered in a mouth, or you want your dick covered in a mouth. Like I don't know, I don't know if he really believed in anything. Sorry, Caitlin, cut that out. It makes me sound like an idiot. I cannot speak. That's me doing a VO audition. It's me being like mouth on a mouth, ma- dick on a mouth, ma- count um, um Burger King. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. I, I don't think I don't know like what his religious beliefs are now. I know I think he has two kids now. Um I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you follow him on Facebook? I don't think he's on Facebook anymore. Ah, uh, damn. Yeah. But also even then, I'm not somebody to stalk my exes. Oh, oh, I stalk. Yeah. Unless I have blocked them because it's like not oh, like yeah. good for me. Yeah. Um I stalk them on like the daily. Mm-hmm. I actually yesterday went on like a a rabbit hole of trying to find this one night stand my first one night stand in new york city i've never been able to find any evidence of him like on the area ghost i think i might have fucked a ghost i think i did good um and then there's uh i've always tried to find my first boyfriend and i've never been able to find him anywhere but he has a very, very generic name mm-hmm. that I'm just like, this is probably why. Yeah. But it's just like, I just want to see evidence of you. Also, some people just never, never got on social media. Yeah. And um, probably for the best. They probably have their own independent thought. Yeah. Um, Good for them. You know, Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Good for them. But I want to stalk. I want to feel superior. 
<laughs> I it's, I have a, re- a huge complex about this. I just like want them to know that they fucked up and like I was the best thing that ever happened to them. Yeah. And I want them to see it. And yeah. I also want to see their Facebook and know that I was right. <laughs> like, oh, you're now covered in kid shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to go to Boy Scout meetings. <laughs> yeah, you live in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. I love it. And they're all just like, yeah, I get my validation from my wife. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's how I would feel. Like, oh, okay. All right. Oh, well, good, 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 good. I'd like to get up in front of people and make them love me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just hope people will see the good in me every time I talk about sex on stage. <laughs> really hope they see <laughs> past the dick jokes into who I truly am, which is a dick joke with a heart. Mm, that's all we really are it's true but also oh my god that your first blowjob you got cum in your mouth like yeah like i still the only time i will swallow is like if if i'm hammered (laughs) and then i'm just like watch me and i'm like i make like this huge performance of it i'm like (laughs) that's funny oh that's very funny (laughs) but i hate it like i'm like you know like anywhere else just come all over me anywhere else but not i don't yeah, I don't it's, it's I don't really usually mind it. Mm-hmm. I like was with uh, the thing that I always am amazed at is like the different amounts of cum per person. Yes. That's a thing that like I've never looked into scientifically. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also just like how come you don't come very much and this other person come a lot? Why is this mm-hmm. a thing? How is there so much? Yeah. And I'd like it to be less. <laughs> or like how sometimes it'll come out like a driblet. Sometimes it'll come out like a rocket. Mm-hmm. And that's always the one where you're like, okay, you can come in my mouth and it just hits you. Like, well, that's why it's too fucking tonsils. Very excited. Ugh. I like to put my tongue up and use it as like a guard because that's what gets <sighs> me. It's like when it hits the back of my yeah. throat, then I'm just like, Ugh! yeah. And I'm like gagging and like spitting out your cum. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. <laughs> real, real sexy talk. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It's. It's very interesting to like think about being like 15 or whatever mm-hmm. and like having no concept of like dudes or how to talk to dudes that you're also like touching their genitals, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, cause I, he went down on me, I think before I like gave mm-hmm. him a blowjob and I was like, didn't really know what was going to happen. And you know what? Not a lot. <laughs> uh, he was down there for a very little bit of time. I was supremely uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a very vulnerable position. Yeah. And then I just remember he was down there for a very short amount of time, sort of pops his head up with this like smile. And it's just like, huh? huh? <laughs> and I'm just like, you're like, no. Okay. Well, I didn't. I was just like, I don't know. Was that supposed to? Because at that point, I'd never had an orgasm. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, Thanks. Yeah. Like, good job. Pat, yeah. Pat. What are you What are you asking? That is why pleasure has to be taught in sex ed. Yes. It has to be taught. Like, it can't be this clinical shit anymore, which is like, think of, I didn't start having good sex until my mid-20s. Like, think of, like, how much time you waste on bad sex because yeah. no one teaches you what a fucking orgasm or, like, how to touch your, well, you figure out how to touch your clit, but how to teach people how to touch your clit yeah. and your badge. Like, and vice versa for like penises and other things like in butts and stuff like yeah. butt stuff should be in sex. Ed. Are you listening? American educational right. system. Betsy DeVos. It's I <laughs> oh, fuck. I can't remember. I know. Fuck Betsy. I can't remember the number, but I think it's like only. 
I have to check out the number, but it's like only 18 states have science-based sex ed. That does not surprise me. And then yeah. the rest, I think- Like abstinence or nothing at all. Yeah. Like it's really, really bad. Yeah. God's sex ed. Yeah. 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 Um, You just let your dick hang out there. And at some point, if you're good enough, Jesus will give you a hand job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually babysit two boys. How old are they? They are now 12. They're about to be in two weeks, 13 and 17, mm-hmm. but they're 12 and 16. But, and I say this on podcasts all the time. They know what I do. They actually talk to me like a lot. Oh, that's nice. Which is really cool. And I will say in where they're at in Connecticut, their sex ed is actually very good. Because okay. one day I was like, I've said this so many times on the podcast, but one day I was like, um, to the 12 year old, I was like, what are they teaching you right now? And he was like, how to communicate conflict wow i know in bed or just in general just in general like how <laughs> to deal in bed <laughs> but like just in general just like and i was like that's huge like how like how different could you be if like someone that's not your parents taught you how to deal with like arguments and like things yeah. with your friends and stuff like that's crazy and it won't in the end it won't really matter like you know what i mean like mm-hmm. unless it's like you then have some sort of traumatic experience emotionally or physically or whatever like in the end, what you're doing at 17 or whatever, it doesn't, nothing matters. Nothing matters. Yeah. Like I was dating a guy, I think, uh, I think I lost my virginity like at 18. Is that true? <laughs> Might've been 19. But like I, w- I had been dating a guy for like a year and a half um, before we had sex. Mm-hmm. Be- mostly because like, I didn't really care. Like, I mean, I, w- I was extremely horny, but like <laughs> we were doing other stuff that like was that fixed all that do you know yeah, what i mean that like yeah. took care of that and i never thought of virginity one as precious mm-hmm. and i never thought of it as like a rite of passage i just like i was just sort of like i don't i don't feel the need to do it mm-hmm. and i like uh and then and then it accidentally happened. <laughs> how did it like yep. accidentally slipped in yes a hundred percent yeah and i think we were broken up at the time but we were like making out we were like fully naked like uh-huh. rubbing up against each other slipped in popped out he looks me dead in the eye and is like does that count? Oh my god! And I was like, "Yeah, that fucking yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, that fucking counts. All right, all right. I'm gonna go now, I guess." <laughs> and then we got back together and dated for another year, which was a nightmare. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> no, I love that it popped in. I know, I know. Well, it was like we were both so fucking horny. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, rub it all up on each other. No, uh, I think we were. I want to say I was 18. Is that true? I don't know. I was 20, um, and I remember. I think I did see it as a rite of passage, which is dumb, but I never thought of it as precious. Yeah. But like the school I went to, the college I went to was just like weird power dynamics between the men and the women because the percentages were really messed up. I went to Sarah Lawrence College. Oh, shut up. So you know. I know. And so like you get it. And so I remember just being like, I don't want to have sex with someone that I love. I want to be someone I trust. And then it just hit a point where I definitely liked the guy that I had sex with and like I definitely trusted him. But there definitely had a point because I was getting pressure from my friends that I was just like, let's just fuck this dude. Oh, man. Because um, it was like you were weird for not being a virgin and not like subscribing to like what the girl at this college should look like and do. Oh. And like it was just like I never fit in. Like the only place I actually ever fit in was New York. That's like it's such a bummer. Isn't I'm it? I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. It definitely like taught me a lot. And it's also part of the reason why I'm probably in comedy. But um, <laughs> and I'm gra- grateful for that. But it's just like. I wish these people knew how much they sucked. Like, yeah. And just like, no, I've never felt not uh, 
in Stafford, Virginia, where my parents lived, not at JMU, which is in Harrisonburg, which is like a whole other thing. It literally was the moment that I interned here between my junior and senior year of college. It was the moment that I watched Sex in the City. Like really? this show is based on Sex in the City. Like I was just like, I must get to this place. I think I was 14 or 15. I just knew. And then it did. It fit. Like that's why when people move to LA, I'm just like, no, like mm-hmm. nowhere exists except New York. Like this is the only place that matters to me. That's so funny. So I've lived here now for like 13 years and I, I never, I've never had a romantic like idea of New York. It was just so mm-hmm. much easier to move here than like I grew up in San Diego, but it was like much easier to move to Brooklyn after college than like go back to California. And I, and I like it. Um, but I don't have like any place that I'd rather be. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, but I've never been like New York city. You know what I've, and I, there are only a few times that I can like actually appreciate it for like it being what it is. But I think it's also because I'm like very inexperienced with, places that i've lived oh, okay because i've lived here essentially since i was an adult yeah and that's it yeah so i was a military brat so we moved around a lot ah yeah um but yeah like the skyline still makes me cry like i've always said the moment the skyline doesn't make me cry or feel anything is the moment that i should leave new york oh god don't say that <laughs> really every time i see it i burst into tears like every time it's just like oh this like this place saved me like this place well, that makes took care of me yeah or takes care of me yeah i mean i yeah, I don't know. I, I've like, I've really appreciated my time, but it's also, and I have no other place to go. You know, I guess mm-hmm. like maybe LA, but I have no, in, you know, ah, I don't you have to drive all that traffic. Yeah, I, it's, but it's hard. It's hard to live here sometimes. Oh, it's very hard. Like this, like this place has broken me down so many times, yeah. which is also kind of like why I love it so much because it's like, it will bring you to like your rock bottom, <laughs> but then it'll be like, but we got you like something will happen that yeah, it just like here's brings this egg you and up. cheese. That's like the best thing you've best ever thing eaten. <laughs> I like to think of New York City as like a phoenix. Like it's great. It's great. It's great. And then it bursts into flame and you have sure. to start over. Yeah. And it's just like you evolving over and over and over again. Ugh. Yeah. But wouldn't it be nice just to like stay, stay a bird? <laughs> <laughs> not have to explode into flames. I mean, I do. I uh, Aaron is from Annapolis, and um, when we go down there to visit, I'm always like, "This is really nice." Yeah, I've like, never been there. Oh, it's so. It's like a very. I didn't realize how small of a city it is. Like, mm-hmm. it's a very, very small town. Like, everyone kind of knows each other. It's right on the water, and I fucking love the water. Mm. But it's not a beach. But it's like you can still get it. It's like the Chesapeake Bay. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Um, they've got crabs. They've got so many crabs. Because I'm also from Maryland, so I fucking love crabs. Um what else and it's just like the downtown's like very historic and pretty and like it's like oh i could do this but then i'm always like i can only do this for like a week yeah and i'm like i need i need some grit it's too pretty yeah if a town shuts down at 11 p.m i'm just like what are we supposed to do mm-hmm. and i'm not even like a club person but mm-hmm. i'm just like what are we doing it's something about the options yes. that are here because yeah. yeah i love i'm in the phase where i'm like i love my apartment i don't need to go anywhere yeah. except for shows but I love knowing that, like, oh, the, the bar's open till four if I want to go. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. Th- the movies will be open till this or or whatever. Or, like, let's go see a play. Let's go see Jacqueline Novak's Get On Your Knees. Oh, like, the best. Have you seen it? Yeah. So good. It's incredible. Everyone should see it. I was trying to get, I was trying to uh, get my boyfriend to see it uh, for Christmas. <laughs> but we didn't, at the time, we didn't do it yet. But she has a few more, I think a few more weeks or I two think, more maybe. I think two more weeks. February 16th, I think, is when it ends. I think it's the final extension. It's so good. So good. I mean, it has to be a special. It has to. 
she is uh i've always loved her even before she got big like her like pizza bit of like three slices are the perfect amount like I just didn't, crying. i didn't really know her before um john early's the characters on Ugh. netflix mm. just because like yeah i don't know i just never saw her uh, i think that's when i was watching more stand-up yeah it makes sense. um and i think that's when i saw her uh she's so good she's so like her book is great i haven't she's, read her book yet actually okay i need to check out her book yeah yeah, I tried to get her on the podcast and she was like, I'm really sorry, but it's too exhausting to do the show. Makes <laughs> and I was sense. like, that's totally fair. It's I totally get it. So much talking. It's 90 minutes. It's incredible. Ugh. I want to go see it again before she goes. Um, that was <laughs> just three minutes of Jacqueline in the back. <sighs> praise, praise, praise. Uh, the dude that popped it in, mm-hmm. do you keep up with him on Facebook? Uh, he also does not do very much on Facebook. Okay. Um, we there was a time when I like I thought that we were gonna be like friends for a long time, but I think just we also went to high school together. Oh and then um we okay. started dating right at the end of high school, which I did not want to do because I was like going to college. Like once I got into Sarah Lawrence College, I had this very like I was uh I had a realization which ended up not being true, but like was had to be content with the fact that I was like, I'm going to graduate college a virgin knowing i was like i was just like that's just what's gonna happen because i knew you know it's like at the time it was like 30 percent men and maybe half of those guys were gay and so like i was just like that's it's probably not gonna happen uh-huh um which i i was again like fine with ultimately because i was just like ah like what is virginity it's a fucking virginity's a construct man <laughs> so i'll just take a state in mind but um, <laughs> But then I ended up dating this guy and like, whatever. Uh, also, well, I'm trying to think uh, what's pertinent. But like now, yeah, like I don't, I think he is, I think he's doing fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he's doing fine. Like, I love that. I love that you're just like, I hope he's doing good. Where I'm like, I hope you're burning somewhere. Well, I mean, we, I think I'm trying, I don't really, when we broke up, I was very sad because I was super codependent. Uh-huh. At, and like in that, I was just like, oh, right. So I, I started the relationship like not wanting to date him whatsoever. Uh-huh. And he was very persistent. And I was uh, horny. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted an orgasm. Kind of. And he like d- definitely gave them to me. Uh, first one was on a air mattress, which was great. Oh, my God. <laughs> Great for real or great sarcasm? Actually, it was great. It was great because I was suddenly just like, oh, I get this now. <laughs> I get what this is now. I get what sex is. I, I mean, or, or I get like. Wait, was that your first orgasm? Yeah. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't I didn't define that. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. I wish I could remember my first. I don't remember my first I think orgasm. that's okay. Like, because I think that like. Because I was, I think I was like trying to give myself an orgasm for a very long time. Mm. Just wasn't persistent enough. <laughs> Got very bored very easily. Well, it's hard when you don't know. I like, I don't, I did not give my first orgasm with my hands. I bought a $10 vibrator from Spencer's. Smart. And then, because I have OCD, I actually got addicted to it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like masturbating like six, eight times a night. Dang. And one time my dad was like, your bed's really uh, shaky, like or creaky. <gasps> and I was like, it's not the bed. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh-huh. Were you was was your bedroom next to their bedroom? No, it was um there was there were stairs and a guest bedroom in between. We were like on the opposite. Wow. Yeah. This was a janky vibrator. Um 
It was a janky vibrator, and also my bed was this day bed I had since I was seven. Uh huh. But the reason it was shaking was because I was moving. Yeah. Because of the vibrator. Yeah. Um, and I just wasn't gonna tell him that. And I actually got so nervous when I moved to college that they were gonna find it when I when I unpacked. So I like I remember I just ran downstairs and threw it in the trash. <laughs> I also never cleaned, never cleaned this vibrator. Oh no. Uh huh. Never. Oh wow. Yeah. And did you have after effects because of it? No. And well, I've, that's I've gotten, a bad lesson. I've gotten so many UTIs, but not, <laughs> but never any, never anything down there from the vibrator. Wow. From the vibe. There, yeah. I mean, no consequences. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, throwing away something made me think of something. I was dating this other guy, and uh, we like had sex, and it was at he like was living at home because he was going to school in the in the town. Oh, this isn't this was in Scotland. <laughs> anyway, I was fucking a Scottish dude uh, who is great. And um, but he I remember he was just like the, the condom was there and like, you know, wrapped it up in toilet paper or whatever. And on our way out, I like threw it in their kitchen trash. Oh. And um, we were walking to the bus or something. He was just like, hey, like, do you have the condom or whatever? And I was like, no, I threw it away in the trash. And he's like, what? <gasps> and I was like, yeah, I threw it away in the trash. She's like my mom sometimes goes through the trash before she throws it out. And I'm just like, <gasps> I can't imagine that that's true. No. Like, you are now just being paranoid. Oh, my God. Like, you, that can't be true. Whoa. Isn't that insane? Yeah. That can't, right? But I also am not surprised that she might have gone through the trash. I feel like moms can yeah. be weird sometimes she when it was, comes to like that. She was kind of weird to, to me. I mean, which I totally get. Uh-huh. Like, You're like, I was fucking her, her son. Yeah. And like... He had had a girlfriend before, but uh, I definitely was like his first like sex partner. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, yeah, and she was, he had no door on his, he was like in an attic, like his room was like an attic. So it was like up the stairs and there was Uh like no door. Uh And it was just the, like when we first started trying to have sex in his room, God, we like, the bed was fucking creaky, right? Uh The and then we we got on the floor and try. It was just like a. It was so fucked up, like how uncomfortable it was, like no. to try and have sex silently and have a good time. Oh no! Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh god, that was that was that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, you gotta get off somehow. You gotta get off somehow. <laughs> Um, remember guys to like subscribe rate uh, if you have anything any topics you want to talk about me to talk about or question or ponder send me an email at awkwardsexinthecity at gmail.com I still really want to hear some of your stories like if you're not in the city I can't get you on but I know you're listening and I know you've got awkward sex and I'd really love to hear them and obviously like all anonymous like I'm not going to call you out uh, I'm not going to make fun of you because that's never like my thing um so yeah, if you want to, do that. And remember to come to Chris Gethard Presents March 4th and see Katie Hartman and follow her on all the socials as well. Katie Hartman at KHeartSucks. Um, and she doesn't suck. She's fucking hilarious. She's one of the funniest people I have ever met or seen perform. Bye, guys. Bye.